the Bible. This is the Bible. You question the words of the mighty Jimmy! Hello, everybody. Oh, <clears throat> Claire with Claire Point, psychic medium here today. And this is Grace Chronicles. I believe we are on five right now because I did not do the one that I said I was going to do. So yay for Grace Chronicles five. And we have an amazing guest. Introduce yourself, please. Hello, my name is Antoinette Picard. My nickname is Pooey. Pooey! I am one of Claire's roommates. I think you are my first ever roommate. Oh. <laughs> yes. Oh, so oh my God. We should... Oh no, we should start telling with your story, like how, how you did get to Grace, because the fact that I ended up as her roommate, that's a story all in itself, but <laughs> I want to hear, like, how did Pooey get to Grace? <laughs> okay, and I will not say what ministry I worked or was with, but I was involved with the ministry, and that started when I was about 15 years old. And so it was 2003 and I had just graduated high school. Um, I was accepted to the University of Idaho and I was at a Native American Christian camp. And it seems like early on in the summer, they start talking to me about a college, but I was already accepted to University of Idaho. Everything was ready to go. Um, I had no intentions of leaving. You know, I knew what I was doing. And so I went and did my missions trip, my evangelical trip and um, for that month. And during that month, I changed my scope and didn't go to University of Idaho and ended up, it seemed like it was a last minute choice, ended up jumping on a bus and heading to Omaha, Nebraska, 18 years old. <laughs> but how did, how did you hear about Grace? Like, where did that come from? And was your application, um, like, acceptance, was it really fast, too? Yes, it was extremely yeah. fast. Because, Same. like I said, I was already accepted at U of I, which that was mm -hmm. a huge, long process. Um, yeah. Getting my FAFSA application, like, student enrollment, all that stuff done, being accepted. Um, my room, like, Same. everything was ready to go for U of I. Um, wow. I bet you I did that application probably right before school started at Grace the end yep. of the summer. Um, I got in trouble during that missions trip that summer for smoking weed. And so I was already, you know, like, oh no, you're a bad person. You know, you sinned a lot. Um, you, you need to do better. There's a better life out there for you. And um, so me and one of my brothers, my adopted brothers from that um, on Eagle's Wings trip, we both ended up there. Um, there was a recruiter afterwards. He was my connection. He was a, a friend of my dad's from Craigmont, Idaho, which is up on our reservation. Um, it's a little, little tiny town. But that's where my dad grew up. And um, that's how I ended up meeting the man who worked at Grace University. So he was my connection. But I don't ever remember him at Grace. <laughs> like, I don't oh, ever weird. remember. Yeah, I don't remember seeing him again. Um, I don't remember knowing him, like huh. seeing him again there one time, but he was my connection. And like I said, I was comfortable because he had known my dad. He knew my family. He grew up with all of them, but I don't remember him past huh. that point at Grace University. Wow. Was, and, and you came to Grace with like two other people, right? Or I was think it just you came one. by yourself at first? Yeah. Just one year, one by myself the first year. Oh, okay. I guess my brain always thought that, or was it like second semester that they came or something? Um, the next year, my sophomore oh, year, year, but okay. Yeah. Okay. So, um, do you remember welcome week? Cause apparently that was a traumatic week for everybody. <laughs> oh, it was horrible. <laughs> and no, I don't. I huh. heard everybody sing. So I start racking my brain, but, um, the one person I knew he was from South Dakota and his grandma had passed late in August and okay. I almost wonder if I had to miss out on welcome week because yeah. they did let me leave and go to her funeral like I do remember I want to just notice that you just said that they let me leave to go to her funeral okay I'm horrible <laughs> with control now like you cannot tell me what Same. to do anymore Same. in my life <laughs> nobody <laughs> oh my god oh yeah wow okay yeah I, I don't really I don't remember you at well, I don't remember anything about Welcome Week except for like my perception, you know, but 
<clears throat> yeah. And honestly, I really feel like I don't remember you much until we did become roommates. Yeah. And what, okay. So your memory is much better than mine, maybe. But <laughs> when, when did we become roommates? Was it the first semester? It seems like it was maybe right at the end the of the first, first semester. I don't remember. Yeah. Okay. I don't, I really um, don't remember. So, um, you tell the story because you kind of said something earlier when we were talking that I was like, what? So what was your perception of that? Okay, my perception of that was I went to Grace and they gave me my own room. I was the only one in there. So I had my own space and um, obviously I remember loving it. And I don't remember how me and you met. I don't remember when we <laughs> became friends. I don't know if we had a class together or what. I have no idea. But I remember you telling me that you had nowhere to go and that you were kicked out of your roommate's room, like your room. And me, I'm like, what do you mean you don't have a room? Like, you don't have a room? And you said, no, I don't have a room. And I'm like, well, I have an extra room. I have a bed. <laughs> I'm like, go ahead and come into my room. <laughs> we can be roommates. And like, all of a sudden you were there, you know? <laughs> wow. I don't so, remember that's so interesting. permission or anything. Like, I just remember saying, I have an, I have extra room. Because from your perception, they were going to kick me out because I had to get a different roommate. Yeah. Okay. So I don't remember if I've said this on a podcast or whatever, but the main reason that I did have to get out of that, my first roommate's room, is because she threw a toaster at my head. When we had talked about, you know, we did the roommate thing. Because I had already, at this point, at 18 years old, had had three roommates. Like, roommates, not living with my parents. Like, I was already on my own, you know? <clears throat> so I was like, okay, like, I see we have Pop-Tarts, we have a toaster. When the Pop-Tarts run out... Um, if you take the last one, you buy the next thing like that. That's normal roommate shit, you know? <laughs> so, um, that's what like had happened or something. And I was going to go buy them and she got so mad and threw the toaster at my head. And I went to like <laughs> the Dean or something. And I was like, <clears throat> my safety is not okay right now. And they blamed me. And they were like, if you would like to get out of this room, you got to figure it out on your own or you're gone. And I, it sounds like, and I said the same thing to you, where it was like, I'm walking up and down the hall. Like, uh, cause I was on, <laughs> I was on Stanford five and what were you on four or what were you? Yeah, on? It, it seems like I was on four or maybe I was on four and you were on five. That seems more right. Is that right? I, th I don't know. I think you're right. I don't know. Uh, yeah. But, um, yeah. So we ended up being roommates and um, at this point, let me just like preface, I grew up with my brother person my whole life from five, like five years old till forever. Um, well, until 2020 of this last year or whatever, um, of, with a Native American person in my life. So Pui to me was family and I was so comfortable with you. And that was such a cool feeling to me. Um, and then being able to like, I guess now knowing that you like invited me in, oh, my little Claire Hart is just like, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> um, but who is doing some stuff in there? And I had no idea. <laughs> but first of all, I do want to ask a question. You did mention smoking weed that you did get in trouble for it before. So I just want to like clear the air kind of thing. What do you feel about weed now? legal finally um i am very um not i am not for pharmaceuticals by any means like am i for pharmaceuticals in um in anything <laughs> for anything um you know i saw what the pain pills i've seen the destruction of pain pills um i've had a loved one who struggled with um, mental health and um and i was a young you know I was young then, but just one of the things she shared when she was going through her hard time with those um, pharmaceuticals for her mental health, she goes, you know, I felt so sad, so depressed. And she, you know, as her whole family was falling apart, but she goes, um, once they gave me those pills, the suicidal thoughts start coming. And so I was just young, 
you know what I mean? But I've always, I'm very not pharmaceutical person. Um, yeah, I do believe there is that weed, you know, heals, that it helps with um, depression, that it helps with your body aches, that it keeps people away from pharmaceuticals. Um, CBD, I am very into also. Um, like I said, keep, keep calm. <laughs> yeah, my husband right now, he has a blood vessel that is stressing him out across his um, brain, but it's from old brain trauma. And so as stress and anxiety has continued to take his life over and over, that brain vessel starts swelling. And so that stress will literally sit there and shake his face. And yeah. um, like, the yeah, the only thing that will kind of even calm it, you know, if even just for 30 minutes is CBD. And um, I can't think of the name of it, but it's going to be a yeah. prolonged thing, you know. So I'm, I'm very for it. I'm thankful it's legalized. Yeah. Um, what was your yes. perception um, of weed going to Grace? Like, did you grow <laughs> up learning that it was medicine? No. Okay. Okay. It I've was always, always that. bad. Yeah, it was bad okay. from everybody. It was the devil. It was sin. It was a drug. Yeah, it was all that. It was. It was never okay with anybody yeah. in my life you know like <laughs> I said I had gotten in trouble that summer before I gotten in trouble at Grace for it and that was as far as my troubles have gone is just in those two Christian worlds I've never been in trouble in the law I've never done anything like that yeah yes exactly. yeah yeah same I guess I failed a couple drug tests you know but you know <laughs> yeah um like I tried to get jobs at places and then I was like oh whoops yeah I smoke weed sorry like (laughs) right um no but I love this because this was um going to grace I I basically did not know anything about weed like nothing and um you being my roommate I did not know that you were hi I just thought you were funny all the time and like you would get really tired at night and it was like I would just have such a fun time I was so naive um and then like after learning and after like actually like fully understanding the medicinal point to it for me personally I was like Oh, wow. And I've always thought that, like, maybe you kind of came into Grace knowing that this was like medicine. And then the like, I, I, I always wondered that. But anyways, <clears throat> I would like you to tell your like story. But first of all, how long did you go to Grace? I went to Grace, it seems like for about a year and a half, maybe. Okay. Yeah. I think it was the same as me. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Um. All right. So talk about your perception of like, I don't know, the, your first year, the like, yeah, what stories, whatever, what's coming up? Well, <laughs> I I enjoyed listening to everybody because I seem like I forgot so much. And so I remember I got in trouble early on, like my first year there, I was in trouble early on. Um, I don't remember repercussions. I don't remember if I had the curfew. I don't remember. Um, you had the curfew. Everyone had the curfew. Everybody had the curfew. Okay. The <clears throat> curfew and then the um, chapel. But I remember at one point that I did have to go do, and I don't know if everybody, if we all had to go do um kind of community service like. Yeah. And I like remember cleaning. that was the only time I was kind of uncomfortable in the church I was in, or if it was just within the community, I didn't remember. But um, I do remember connecting with a lot of our um, African-American students are like, those were my friends. Those were my homies. That's who I hung out with. And so Wednesday, Sunday, you know, I remember getting to go to the black churches. Um, There was a pastor out in Omaha at that time. He was a Sioux man and he had a wife and three kids and they were all native too. I don't remember the name of the church, but that church was rocking. Like he would preach and we would have such a blast, you know, the music be going. It was, it was good. And that's what I remember when I look back and I was like, man, I don't ever remember having to be like at a boring church, which mind you, I'm from an old school stand up, sit down, quiet church. That's where I originate from. 
And so I remember being in Omaha, getting to go to these places that seemed so much more alive, you know, than a church I've ever been in. And then seeing this, uh, and it was a huge church, the one that Pastor Toby preached at. It was a gigantic church. Yeah. And like I said, he was a native man there. So even though I felt so disconnected from my native community, it was like, cool, you know, there's still this native family preaching here. Yeah. Um, but I don't, I didn't have to be so strict, you know, with um, Bible studies or Sunday schools or Wednesday fellowship. And if it was, huh. who knows, I might've liked it just because of the people I was with is what I was yeah. wondering. Huh. Um, um, okay. So the, I'm going to ask this question uh, because it came, I'm just going to be real with you. It came up when you said like, I don't remember the repercussions because when you said that it triggered a memory in my head of me and you being in our room and I was telling you how I was getting in trouble and you were just like, this is crazy, whatever. And like, I kind of have the memory of you never getting in trouble. And I yeah. was like, what the fuck? Agreed. So, okay. So I need to ask this. Tell me how and what was your perception, whatever, of like your funding to Grace? Um, It was all paid for. And I have no idea on the funding. Even when you shared about the transcripts not getting transferred yeah like I've completed my education since then but I was like I don't remember any of those hurdles um like I could swear I just got my transcript like nothing I don't even think I filled any classes so I know continuing my you know college education it wasn't hard to reach out so I don't remember that um yeah I don't remember that that Wow. Yeah. No, I definitely have a memory. Oh, of oh and I was left with no balance either, Claire. <laughs> yeah, absolutely zero balance. And so Did I you don't get I don't like know. free housing, free food, free all of that. Okay. I do okay. remember money had to clear. So I don't know if I was on grant or FAFSA. I don't know. Because I do remember my second year there, my little sister was with me. And our money hadn't cleared and we didn't have money and we were hungry. <laughs> so I do remember that my second year that, um, so I, like oh, I you said, had to I wait for the loans to come in. Yeah. Yeah. The, okay. Oh, yeah. that's fun. Um, <laughs> okay. So that's so crazy to me because it's just, it was a hundred percent different. Yes. Um, and I remember even having that thought of, cause you never went to, eat you never went up to the well I mean I know you did but like I remember really feeling like I gotta rush to get to the fucking lunch because I don't have any time and <laughs> and you were all like I'm whatever and I was like this is paid for I have to use it like um oh wow okay <clears throat> did I do the mannequin head thing in your room or in our room I or think you a... had one yeah okay no but remember how People used to put things in the elevator and usually it started out really with like all of the like trees around like the fake trees and whatever. But then people started putting things of their own in there. And Susan, I don't know if you remember her, but her name just popped into my head and (laughs) (laughs) um, she put a mannequin head in there because she must have went to like cosmetology school or somebody did or whatever. (laughs) And I fully... Like dyed its hair, put piercings, yeah. did all of that stuff. <laughs> yeah. And I got so fucking in trouble. Do you remember that? I think I have pictures. When oh. you say this, I'm like, I need to look through my pictures. Yeah. I don't yes. have pictures of that. Um, I know I even have one. I think I have one of us all in the elevator and it was full of the trees and things. Oh my God. I would love yeah. to have pictures. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I think that that. And I don't know if it was you. Well, okay. Now, like really looking at your birth chart. Yes, it was you. Um, I felt freer with you. I felt like I could be myself inside of this fucked up place. And so I was myself. And oh my God, I got in so much fucking trouble. But yeah, (laughs) that mannequin thing was the start of so many like really, really crazy bad things. But um. It's funny now, and I think I'll talk about this when I do my own podcast for this week, um, 
that that one of my most favoriteest creative expressions is to decorate mannequin heads now. So, it, and it's <laughs> so funny there for no reason too. Yeah. But it's, <laughs> it's funny because I remember one of the points was like, it was so expensive. It was so, these, these were thrown away. These were thrown <laughs> away. All of these that I got were free. Fuck off grace for so many weird things that they, you know, <laughs> but, um, yes. Okay. So that's funny. I definitely try to go through your pictures because holy shit, I would love to see those. Um, okay. Any other stories or anything that is like coming into your mind or whatever? Um, I don't think so. But what I thought was really crazy was when I, um, did get kicked out was how I told you originally I was at a Christian ministry, but when I even heard about grace, is that those were that was the same Christian leadership I was in with when I got kicked out, and I got kicked out the next day, so I was with them all the night before, and so a lot of my experience seems like there was probably that underlying of the of my other ministry that I was a part of involved in with me getting kicked out of there, and um, oh, and I think kind of just how you said you know you felt comfortable with me, and I think for me I don't feel that hurt from grace or remember things because it was just a glitch of my oh, past yeah but these other people I knew like I knew you you know I knew you enough that if you wanted to call out my behavior you could have talked to me you know you you could have talked to me you had me there with you the day before and you didn't talk to me you went over my head and then spoke to these people and then they dealt with me so I always felt more hurt by the people I knew, you know, that they didn't sit me down. And I even remember Wait a minute, pause, 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 pause. I was know, like, are you okay? Are you, are you telling me that I went over your head at some time? I just want to make sure. No, no, not oh, you. Okay. No, my, um, All right. the previous, well, the ministry that I had worked with okay, before that's, that. Yes, yes. And I worked with them following it. And okay. so that was what I was meaning. Like, you guys could have came didn't and directly, me out at any yeah. point. Yep. And talked to me. Okay, so you were and saying you remember me is I remember you, you doing that to me one night, just laying there. I was laying there, and you're like, are you okay? Like, are you for real? Are you okay? You huh. know, like, are you good? I, I always just remember you doing that. Because I think that there was a death that happened. Wasn't there a death that happened in your life around there? There's always deaths in my life. But it was I a young person. I remember. It was yeah. a young person. Yeah. Yeah, I had just lost my little brother in 2000 before I moved over there. Yeah. And then and so I know I just, at that time I was really struggling. I just yes. remember like, I guess like, um, like talking to you about it, carrying it with you. Like, whoa. Was there another boy that came to Grace? That his Yeah, I had one, uh, Sue. Like I said, I had a brother who, uh, adopted brother from South Dakota. He played basketball. And I was going to say that could be the other reason that I don't remember yeah. got a lot mm -hmm. of repercussions. He was on the basketball team. Oh, um, yeah. That was a big deal. I, I don't remember if he even finished team. that full season. I don't even think he finished that full season. The but first year or with... the second year? The first year. Okay. Okay. Yes, I do remember that. Okay. And that was a big deal for you when he left because it was almost like when he left, I came. Yep. Mm-hmm. Okay, so that's what I, that was a big deal for you. That was your only person. Okay, there we go. Yeah. And then I do remember talking to you about the death a lot. Like I, yes. yeah. Okay, wow. And that was just something like, could you imagine like just looking at, I this, this is some, this is some like weird stoner thought probably, but like if you were to take off the like wall at Grace when we were in Stanford and just look at it, it's we're all on shelves. Like we were just little things in the shelves. So I've th I thought about that so many times, and every single person in there was so boring, so bleh, like just all of that. And then our room, like me and you, or who, like whatever. There was a couple other people, you know, obviously. But, like, the conversations that we were having, the experiences that we were having was so different compared to so many other people. Yes. Yeah. I don't know. Totally I, oh, another thing that I want you to say, because you said something, every single person says this. What is the number one thing that you remember about living with me? 
it was cold it was so cold I I still have my quilt because I had this huge gigantic quilt and I love sleeping with that and then so I remember you make it freezing cold but I'd have my quilt my blankets I'd be nice and warm under it but it was so so cold it'd be like winter and you'd crack the window I'm like no it's so cold we were so like I I remember even like not I don't know if you let me do this but some roommates did where I would be like we're on the like fourth or fifth floor all these people's heats are in our room we don't even need our heater on we need the window open it is in here like I just remember being like I can't breathe yeah wow that's so funny yeah every single roommate I ever had they were like it was freezing wherever I was okay I found notes that you wrote to me <laughs> so good all cute um i am so excited to read these okay because okay i don't think i brought this up but this was going to be something that i brought up in this next one uh because i found a ton of these do you remember these things yeah okay so we were required i think required to like do a certain amount I don't know if it was like weekly or monthly or whatever. And I don't think they really kept track of it, but it was like a guilt feeling, you know, and um, not meaning like these mean nothing. I found a couple from Pui and I need to just like read them. Um, okay, so this one says, thanks for listening to me, Blab. You are a cool girl and I find it crazy that we we could appear as opposites, but have a lot in common. I hope your life is going great, but if it never is, I'll listen to you. And thanks again. Much love, Pooey. So sweet. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and the thing that I guess I want to bring up with that is just I'm going to talk about your birth chart for one second because um, I never realized this until I looked it up today. So you have a Scorpio moon. You're an Aquarius, so we were weird together. That was our Aquariusness. Um, but you have a Scorpio moon, which is just the deepest of the deepest moons. Like you're able to like, okay, you gotta talk about some really heavy shit. I'm I'm ready. You gotta talk about some stupid shit. Okay, I'm ready. Like you're ready to take on whatever. Um, and that was the inviting feeling for me. Um, my dad was a Scorpio moon and is a Scorpio moon. So that was a very comforting feeling to me. And then you're a, I maybe, I believe, a Pisces rising. So that would be, you come off to the world as, so Pisces is the 12th sign of the Zodiac. And it would be spiritual, could be a little crazy at times if needed, could be very nurturing. It's a, you don't know what you get kind of a feel. Um, <clears throat> so I don't know, I guess that, and I have Pisces in my chart and then your main Mars and Venus. So like how you related to others relationship wise. And then your motivation was an Aries and I have an Aries moon. So basically what I'm saying is we have a lot of very similar placements. So we, that's why it was so easy. And I remember like us amping each other up. Like I do have a memory of like, Come on, Pooey, get up. You got to go to class. And you would be like, no. Like, you would do the same for me. Like, we full on were just like, I can't, I will, you know. So I found that to be really cool. Let me see here. And because we were born in the same year, we also had a lot, like, all of the outer planets are the same. And, like, our south node, which is in Scorpio, means we came from our past, which we had just literally walked out of at that time coming into grace was so much pain and so much hurt. And you having that moon, it was just like, ah, uh, wide open. <clears throat> so, um, yeah. Okay. Anyway, I'm done with that. I want to read this. That's not from you. Oh, okay. This one. There's one I have to do. All right. <laughs> oh, I love this one so much. Okay. Claire, happy birthday. By now, it is probably not your birthday anymore. I hope your day was great and everything you wish it had been. Your roommate is poor, but I hope you know that I care <laughs> about you. And I am very thankful that God gave us a chance at friendship. Then put it on both of our hearts to be roommates. Don't we have an awesome God? I want to know your... I want you to know your sis is always watching over you 
And if you ever want to talk about it, I have lost a brother before. I've always tried to be there for you. I will always try to be there for you when I can. And I, and don't worry about me. One day my problems won't shut me down so much. Hmm. All right. I love you. And I hope you had an awesome birthday. Love you always. Pooey. Isn't it kind of weird? Like, I just found it very cringy and embarrassing that you knew about my twin. Like, I'm like, what was I doing? Just sitting there fucking whining about my goddamn problems, you know? Like, I, I, there was another one that I was reading through. Where I was like, whoa, I had the knowledge to say, oh, it was an emotional hangover. I had the knowledge to say that at 18 years old, you know? <laughs> but yeah, it was so um... what were you saying? It was crazy because we were supposed to talk last week and they told you I had a funeral to go to for a baby. Um, oh, whoa. Okay. Yeah. Um, and I didn't want to tell you then, but um, the baby was a twin. Oh, my yeah. God. And um, it was a rough funeral. You know, it was so, so rough. And thankfully, I got to see the mom and dad down here because I'm at the state basketball tournament and um. I got to see that little baby yesterday, you know, with his, he was being held by his aunt. They're only, he's, he's three months old. And, um, I could see my husband looking at me when they came by, you know, cause it made his heart feel good that they're out and about. But when I just seen that baby, you know, it just, um, it broke my heart. It broke my heart a lot. And I couldn't say nothing. You know, I couldn't look at, um, Matt as he's staring at me and as the baby's walking by I just glanced you know and I just kind of gave a smile and then I kept watching the game but after we left that game um, I told Matt I said it was so good to see those parents wasn't it he's like yeah it was it's like um, it's amazing to me at that young of age you can tell that that baby was his left you know oh. and um, you huh. could you could just see it you know and I've seen these babies it was crazy because the mom, her little brother plays with my son basketball. And so probably a month ago, their game's over and I'm walking and she's sitting there with her man and they have four kids total together. Wow. And it was like the most beautiful scene ever. Like they just looked beautiful. Like they were just sitting there radiating beauty. And I walk mm -hmm. by and I'm like, I'm going to stop. You know, <laughs> so I stop and I'm like, you guys have the most beautiful family I said I love you guys your children are so beautiful they're so and here that baby ended up dying and um and so like I said I just seen that reality mm -hmm. right in front of my face last night and um so just even as you share this you know and it's just that reality that makes it, sense why we had it, to wait and why we had to wow and that connection's there regardless you know and oh like gosh. I said that baby at that little a baby that baby you can tell he he misses somebody already that baby don't know what's going on you no. know he's a baby but he, he totally knows you know and you could see it on his face yesterday and um so I just thought that was crazy you know as me and you prepared to talk and um just even as you wow. said you know like even that I shared those stories with you and at that time that we did feel connected because we lost yeah. a brother and um totally not something to I know you've maneuvered through your grief, you know, in yeah. the hugest way, but like I said, just seeing all that play out in this past week or two, like it's a huge thing. Yeah. It's so, it's so I guess I want to say healing in a way that I never got, you know? And I think that that's one thing I'm really realizing. Um, I was listening to some astrologer thing or whatever this morning that was talking about Taurus energy because that's, um, you have a Taurus North, North node, so you will, uh, whatever, with this. Um, we have been, like, really harsh. Well, I could just say fixed signs in general. Really harshly having to deal with our reality and, like, so many things for the past literally 20 years. And so now we're stepping into this, like, oh, my God, I can, like, look back and see things now. And like when you were just talking right there, I was smiling. I recognized when when you first started talking about the twin. I remember thinking back when I was 18 with you, if someone brought up twins, instant, I would start crying. And I that was my indication that like, oh, you're not over this, Claire. Oh, you got to figure this out. But no one fucking told me these things. This was just my yeah 
messiness pooping out, you know? And, oh, that's so fucking crazy. Pui, I think that you really see energy and I don't think you recognize that. Do you think that, like, the fact that you, like, saw this, like, beautifulness, like, you saw the touch of whatever, heaven, God, I've whatever. I've been trying to track it better now. Because uh-huh. <laughs> I have. I've been trying to notice it, and that's what I keep saying. I'm like, if I could just work on my own healing, you know, if yep. I could work, continue to work on me. Um, I know that we all have those gifts. You oh, know, yeah. and even um, just a lot of the people I've connected with. And I know we talked a little one on one just about, um, you know, me being native. And that's something through Christianity that I was told was a sin that I was told was wrong. You know, the being native. Yeah. Yes. And so just and this is what I was talking about. My previous um, huh. Christian work, how it really it, that ruined me more than grace could ever ruin me. And um, okay. For a lot you want to talk about know, that because I want you to, yeah. Tell me what that means. Like, why? Well, that Christian um thing I was at that same summer that I learned about grace, I went there for about fifteen, ten, fifteen years maybe of my youth existence. Yeah. Oh my god. And so I remember the year previous to grace, so two thousand two was one of the first times um, me, my cousins, my sisters, my friends, we were at this Christian camp. And so my brothers could sing powwow songs. So we're like, okay, you guys sing the song and we're going to dance for the talent show. Okay. <laughs> like We didn't have all our regalia or everything, but we're like, let's do this. And we're like, all right. And so my brothers and my cousins, they take the microphone and they start singing a powwow song. And so the rest of us dance a circle around them. You know, it's just for fun. It was a little goofy, little powwow for us. And that's that. So we're done. I'm 16, I think, at this time. My little sister was 15. So following that dance, the leader who preaches from the podium, I don't know how, he ends up taking me and her aside and said that we opened up the tunnel of darkness and that we are going to cause a lot of people to struggle. And that we really opened the door for the enemy. And we're both sitting there confused. Like I said, I'm 15, 16 years old. And I'm like, what? We sang a powwow song and danced. And mind you, like I said, I'm not even in regalia. I was in my street clothes dancing powwow. Like I wasn't even wearing You're just having fun. Yeah. Yeah. And um, that was the first time that I told being Indian was wrong. So this organization that you were a part of, it was mainly white people. In leadership. Okay. And then all the Indians were a part of it. Whoa. And so that was like the first time I was told who I am was wrong. And um, how our songs were wrong. You know, they opened the devil. And I remember telling him like, but I have cousins who dance. I said, so you're saying my cousins open up, open up darkness. And I challenged it then, you know, and it was like, yeah. And so that was that. And so that kept me from a lot of ceremonies. It kept me from a lot of songs. It kept me from participating. Being yourself or even figuring out who you are. I am. Exactly. It's who I am. And that's been, that was a huge struggle for me. That was the hugest struggle for me in my walk. Like, so going to grace, you get this like chance to be like, you get to be a free ride because you're native. Go live. So I see now you're just like, I need a fucking break. Like, <laughs> right. <laughs> I get it. I get it. Yes. Wow. And so um, I am probably just within the past, I think my dad's been gone eight years, has been when I've fully taken that grasp. And like I said, I called you on that time. So I'm like, so, Claire, there is yeah. more. There I want you more. to I want you to like talk about that because um this is something that is whoa, Grace University would never be cool with. So I remember when you called me just the like I want to use the word honor because of the fact that like we knew each other from grace. You still trusted or like knew me, my heart. So you knew that I wasn't like crazy and like calling the devil, whatever. 
So I want you to, I want you to say from like your perspective, like what happened? Cause I don't remember channeling and I'm so sorry, but tell me what happened. Yeah. <laughs> well, me and you, we've remained friends over social media, thankful for social media. And just as time went on, it's like, man, Claire is a psychic medium, a clairvoyant. And I had no idea what none of that is. So I'd always just kind of like, oh, cool. You know, <laughs> this is my college roommate. Look what she does. And people to ask, well, have you asked? I'm like, no, I haven't. And they're like, oh. And so my dad ended up unexpectedly passing away. And um, my dad was one of the tops of my struggles in my early childhood, even with you. I remember at college, it was a rough time. Yeah. But I loved my I loved my dad. My dad was my heart. And um, I do believe with Christianity box, it kept my love for my dad hindered. You know, it kept my love for my dad Oh no, he's a sinner. Yep. <laughs> he's a sinner, you know, and I can't save him. So I'm wrong. Is he wrong? Who's yeah. wrong? You know, who's wrong in this situation? And um I was gone from home for years. And so me and my dad, you know, we were able to connect. I was with him every single day of my life up till the day he passed. And um it was unexpected. He didn't get to have any words with us. It was just all of a sudden he was gone. And um that particular night that he passed, it was me there and every single one of my siblings. And he has like seven of us. And so every single one of us happened to be there. I had a little sister who moved away to Canada and she hadn't been home in five years. And here oh, wow. she just happened to be there. And so she was there. Um, my older brother, I haven't seen him in ages. He wasn't there, but his daughter was. And so my dad's oldest grandbaby was there. And, um, you know, my dad passed and it was so beautiful. Mm -hmm. And it was at that moment that I was like, what the heck? Yeah. <laughs> that was way bigger than any heaven hell that I've ever preached was just that beautiness of his passing. And I want to, I want to pause you for one second because before this, and I don't know if you're going to be able to like kind of articulate what you need to say, but like before this, what was your representation of, uh, I just want to say death. My thing of death was heaven and hell, you know, that you do good, that you're blessed, that you're, you're going to heaven, you know, you okay. sin, wages of sin is eternal yeah. death, you know, that you are going to the fiery depths of hell and sin you know, I was a evangelist, you know, I understand what things that I, I even preached, you know, I understand that. And so in my head, it was like, you're living for yourself, you're gonna die. <laughs> and um, so you thought in that moment, kind of like, he is, but I can also say this, because I can feel it, you were fully open to the experience and present. So you weren't like, in your head of like, what is happening, whatever. But <laughs> you before you thought before this moment, dad's probably going to go to hell because of his yeah. sin but you witnessed something Bigger. so much more yeah yeah yep yes exactly. just absolute love and um my God. dad he was a very my dad practiced his traditional ways I didn't mention that you know that mm -hmm. was what he did um my dad followed him that's what he lived it was his heart um I remember when I graduated college, you know, my dad showed up because you have a bell when you conduct those ceremonies. And I remember he showed up and he wanted to sing that song. And my Christian heart at that time was in sin to mm. sing that song. But now you know, and now and you see how be beautiful and how big of an honor it is. And he still did it, even knowing that you've probably felt that way. How I, fucking yeah, like, exactly. what a big yeah. ass, like. A badass. Your dad is a badass. Let's just go there. <laughs> wow. Yeah. And so my dad passes and he wanted to be buried in the whole service conducted in our traditional way. And um, I never did any of that, you know, and when you do that, you have to dress so you dress yep. in your traditional clothing. It's okay. You know, you have to wear moccasins. It's okay. You have to wear your hair ties. It's okay. You got to cover your head. It's okay. You know, it's not a sin to wear those and you did that. It's not a sin. No, I didn't. Okay. No, <laughs> no, no. What okay. happened during this time? Nope, I didn't. And, um, but I called my best friend 
and I told her, you know, I'm like, they're doing a traditional service. She told me, she goes, Cool, you take every single thing in. She goes, have a notebook or something. And she goes, you take every single thing in and know that it's good. So I was like, okay. Oh, good for that and, um, person. So those funeral services are done in three days. Wow. Um, you go through the funeral services. Uh, there's a lot of singing. It's seven songs total. Well, 21 songs total during that service. Um, and I stayed there. And right before you bury on the third morning, you bury at sunrise on the third morning, they do another seven songs. And those are their final seven songs. And I was able to get out there and I danced those seven songs for my dad. Yeah. And that was the first time I had done that. And um, so my friend, you know, she told me, it's okay, Pui, be Indian. You know, it's okay. Go participate. <laughs> go take note. Be there. And so I, you know, I was there for my dad at that point. And then it wasn't even probably a week later that I'm like, okay, I need to get a hold of Claire. And I think I just messaged you, you know, like, can I talk to you? I need to get things off my chest. Yeah. And, um, and you did call me. And you called me and we talked and I spit everything out to you. Yeah. And I had yeah. so much going on. Me and my mom are estranged and we're still estranged. And, um, yeah. but I love it because when people talk to me about it, they're like, well, you and your mom need to heal. I said, I think me and my mom are fine. We're fine. We're, we're okay where we're at. I said, I'm not going to try to put my own expectations on what my mom needs to be for me. I said, if my mm -hmm. mom can't do that, it's okay. And that's okay. Mm. That's fine. You know, I'm not going to make her do anything that maybe she's yeah. not capable of. And that's okay. Mm -hmm. And um, so I've just kept working through it, you know. And so that's been about eight years. Um, I will dress now for funerals, for ceremonies. I'll dress. Yeah. I sew. <sighs> I wear my moccasins. When it is time to sing, Claire, I will sing the loudest from the depths oh. of my heart and soul, I will sing my loudest because I was held from that for so long. Yeah. And um, in our traditional ways, when you sing those songs and you ring that bell, you're allowing our ancestors on the other side that we're here and yep. we're connected. To join in. Yeah. And, um, mm. and so that veil's not huge. That veil's not huge, you know? No. And um, I feel when I sing on this side, that my dad is so proud of me on that other side. Yeah. Oh, I love that Standing you just so like strong mm. and so proud, you know. And um, and that's what I'm doing, you know, to restore my soul, to restore my my being. You know, it's like I live yeah. so complicated for almost like thirty years of my life. Yeah. <laughs> it's it don't need to be that hard. It don't need to be that complicated. And um, <laughs> yeah. So that's where me and you met back up. And like I said, every single little piece that you gave me, and it wasn't huge, it was just little pieces of tidbits you gave me. And I've just went forward. I've moved forward. And um that that's what I've done. <laughs> that's beautiful. Um and we did I connect to your dad when we did that? I don't remember. No, you said, you know, if you're okay. like, if you ever want to call, you know, okay. we can. And I've always okay. been like, but you told me then, because I asked. I'm like, okay. Is it like a ghost nay? Are you like Whoopi Goldberg? You know, like there's a whole <laughs> line of people waiting. Oh. And, um, and that's what you shared. You said, no, it's signs, it's symbols. It's yeah. the more you tap in, you said mm -hmm. you can feel it. Yeah. So there are so You're many. You're already doing around it. Me. Yeah. Yep. That I understand, you know, and I'm like, stay connected. It's right. So we were talking about connection and how, um, that's like the most important thing and you like really realize that that's something that that's what it's all about basically which is interesting because you would think like at grace at a grace university we would be working on the connection and we would be trying to know that like hey humans we are one we are connected but that was the farthest thing from what we got at grace we always got like like I want to even say pinned against each other like huh um <clears throat> I don't know why I want to say this and I don't know if this is something that I am bringing up like rogue or whatever 
But I do have a memory of you like sleeping in your room, in our room for a very long time. So do you have like a memory of like, was this like a little depression-ish she feel? Did you not go to classes or was this just like weed? Like what happened? Like are we sleeping good? <laughs> I don't remember. Okay. I, like I said, I do remember I was very depressed back then because I oh. did have a lot of expectations yeah. for my dad. Um, I wasn't connected, just kind of how you said, you know, I wasn't yeah. too connected with my parents. It was like with anybody, I yeah. went through stuff. I didn't call, I didn't reach out. Um, even when I get got kicked out, I didn't reach out to anybody. I moved to South Dakota, <laughs> you know, I didn't even go back yeah. home. Um, <laughs> and so yeah, I was just maneuvering, you know, my headspace as a young adult yeah. and being alone and no. Yeah. Well, and if you are like you're pri being a Pisces rising, Pisces, I have it in my chart too. Like we need sleep, we need mm -hmm. to like subconsciously escape and let something else fucking take over for a little bit, because <laughs> you know. So that I mean, it makes sense, and I I guess I just have that memory. And <clears throat> oh, I think that it's this. Okay, I'm I'm. I'm peeling away. So the person that got like kicked out of the basketball team, whatever, was he also kicked out for drugs? Yes, I believe so. Okay. Was it? He might have just left. Yeah, I think okay. so. There was, it was funny because like, I've never done trouble. hard drugs. I've never, ever done hard drugs, but I totally remember them being like wiping my sister's car and they said, this is going to detect cocaine in the windows. They didn't so know, know what the there fuck was they were doing. There was hard drugs, but I've never done hard drugs. <laughs> yeah. I have it like attached in my head at that time that for some reason I had thought that you guys did cortisetin, cortisetin, whatever. Um, and uh, yeah. Was yeah, that something that you ever did? Yeah. I slipped on some scissor a few times. <laughs> So like it's so funny to me because me at that time, eighteen year old Claire, like I had done nothing. Like, yeah, and it was just hilarious how naive I was. But I wasn't naive compared to everyone else at Grace, yeah. and you, Pooey, were very like I I want to I want to use the word open, but like you knew without wanting to know a lot more about life and it sucked and you were trying to just heal and escape and whatever at that time and that wasn't the place to do it right <laughs> yeah I remember in hermeneutics class or something they had us do um definitions and I always remember this this is one of my things but it said um yeah we just need to work on definitions so the word was crib so I'm like a home or a place of dwelling and then all the kids, all the students start sharing their thing and they're all where babies sleep, yeah. a baby's bed. And I remember just sitting there cracking up like, oh my gosh, I thought a crib was a house, you know, because I just moved from Portland. I was all into my hip hop music. I'm like, no, nah, your crib's your home. <laughs> like, wow. And um, I always remember that though. Like, oh, oh my gosh, I'm such a loser. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> where baby sleeps <laughs> that's so crazy that we like shamed ourselves for being so different but at the same time yeah. that was like the coolest part about us yeah <laughs> uh, why did you end up getting like do you remember the full like you getting kicked out or whatever I don't it was my second into my second year um and I just can't recall I remember who was it the dean of students was she a woman did we have our own yeah, it, so it was her. I remember having to go meet with her, and she was the one to send me on my way. But I don't remember that conversation. I mm. I don't. It yeah. sounds like it was not in the top of my memory bank of how I was done wrong by Christianity, I guess, or by the church, well, yeah. by ministries. You know, like I said, there was so much other more. Stuff. Yeah. yeah, and did your sister that. get kicked out at the same time, or what? No, hers is a trip. And this is the whole, this is probably why we will hate our experience that bad. Um, she ended up coming with me. I ended up getting kicked out. She stayed and I still watch over her to this day. That's my baby sister. Um, 
she was supposed to play basketball, but there was no team that year. But here she had a hole in her heart. And so she had lived this whole time with that hole in her heart. And all that it was like, oh, she just randomly um, passes out. And this went on her whole childhood. So it was like, oh, no, she'll just faint sometimes. Get her some sugar. So that basketball coach at Grace was like, no, that don't just happen. And so here she made her go to the hospital there um, in Omaha. And here she had a hole in her heart. And so Omaha had the best surgeon in like the whole freaking like better than anywhere. He he does that surgery. So she was able to get that fixed while there. It's so she's fine like, now. That don't happen anymore. Oh my God. It's almost like even like, yes, it's a whole string of events, but even if it was you going to grace just to get that yeah. to happen. <laughs> oh, whoa. So oh, we'll so always cool. say that we're like, it was worth it. Cause your heart's fixed. Yeah. <laughs> wow. It and the fact that they didn't have a team too, like they didn't have a team. So she no. didn't have to worry about that. So she no. just went and got her. Wow, that was some Jesus stuff there. Yeah, right? <laughs> For real. <laughs> it was. Wow. That's so fun. Oh, okay. Um, I know I want to be kind of like wrapping this up. And I'm trying to think like if I could think of other things that remind me of Pooey. Um, and maybe that has been why I've been listening to a lot of R and B music this week, but um, I still listen to all the same music. Like what so did you horribly. listen to? I don't remember. Tell me. Um, Tupac and Dr. Dre and Eminem. Yes. Okay, yep. I remember yeah, exactly. we bumped Tupac in our dorm room like it wasn't cussy. Yep, yep. <laughs> Eminem. So Dr. Dre is something that now, like, my soul is like, <laughs> like, and I didn't realize that that came from you because I can be like, okay, Eminem is through these people, blah blah blah. So it must have been a Dr. Dre thing with you, but yeah, um. Yeah, the forgot about Dre song lately. Uh, my <laughs> my my dead people like send me that song so many times to be like, don't fucking forget who you are. Like, look at this shit. Like, oh, it's so awesome. Funny. Yeah, but no, okay. So music was a big thing. Um, and just the laughs. Like, I just remember laughing so much with you. And I just like my niece. I told you this story, but I want to say it out loud. I guess like my niece was living with us, and she's um half native, and she was talking about her feet hurting or something and I was like oh put in inserts or whatever and she like looked at me she was like I'm native and I was like oh I remember when I was living with Pooey she <laughs> told me that my foot looked like I was wearing stilettos because I had such a big arch in my foot and that was the moment that I realized that like that was a white person thing where <laughs> her feet flat yeah, very flat. Yes. Yeah, you, after you looked at them. <laughs> yeah, because like a couple years ago, I finally started putting inserts in my chucks because I'm like, man, I'm old as shit. Right? My feet always hurt. I'm like, oh my gosh. End of the day, I'm like rubbing my feet. They hurt so bad. This has been an amazing podcast. We've cried. We've laughed. We've done all of the things. <laughs> and I just, I think that that speaks volumes of just who you are. And I love you buoy um but i want to kind of say like what do you do what do you do now like what is your life now so boast yourself like mm, you know <laughs> <laughs> well now um as we say we we keep in touch i am a member of my community i i love that i am native um almost two years ago two years ago we lost um young men in our community and one of those elders during that time, he was sharing, you know, just a lot. And he goes, um, it was one thing you need to learn, you know, is I had to forgive my younger self. I had to forgive my younger self and I didn't know. And um, he said that two years ago. And that's what I worked on repairing within wow. my heart, you know, is forgiving my younger self, you know, because um, it's not we right. doing you. what was right. Yeah. Yeah, we thought we were. And as I said, I've done so much evangelism. I've preached this so sternly to so many people, you know, and it it hit heavy on my heart because mm-hmm. I never wanted other Native people to feel how I felt because our living isn't sin. You know, our struggles aren't sin. Mm. Um, you choose to live good. You aren't going to be blessed and be kept away from any bad coming into your life. You know, that's not living. Yep. Um, 
And so that has been kind of my journey these past two years. And so, like I told you, you know, I go to ceremonies. I, I'm a community cook. I make fry bread. So even the last Friday when you were wanting to talk, I was going to take a picture and say like, I fried up a hundred bread this morning, you know, but I, I fry bread. Um, I take care of my three babies. I have a 10, a five and a three year old. Um, my oldest is a basketball player. So we're constantly traveling. Um, I was a stay at home mom, which I absolutely loved, but my kids grew up on me. (laughs) otherwise I would never want to work like yeah like yeah. I said I struggle bad with rules I struggle bad with Same. this is what you need to do now like I'm very extremely bad with that Same. and um but I work at housing it's under HUD housing for oh, our yeah. next first tribal housing authority um it's okay work but I try not to define myself from my work is what I've learned yeah um I worked at a domestic violence sexual assault elder abuse shelter for years and Wow. I really allowed that to define, define me rather than allowing my work to be my work and me to be me and just me to be me, you know, just let mm-hmm. all my, all of it just be me. So yeah, I'm always, always busy. And you I'm were so st- right though. When you said like, when you sleep, I sleep. And yeah. so I ended up sick the beginning of this month. I probably slept for like three, four days. And I was like, that was so beautiful. Cause I love my sleep. I love it. Maybe that's why I slept so good last night. I had to get in here this morning and like do the back rollers and stretch. Cause I woke up and I was like, Oh, I didn't move. Like <laughs> my husband was like, Claire, you were mumbling in your sleep. You were like, just, he was like, you slept so hard. And I'm like, it was awesome. <laughs> I always say that. I'm like, I, and I feel bad for people who suffer with insomnia I or do. sleep yeah. the night because I mm-hmm. sleep like I'm out. Weird that you say that because I think that now because we were in such tight quarters and because you slept so hard, I you were the first person that I learned to kind of like maneuver around that was sleeping when I was like wide awake at night. Cause I remember fully never sleeping when I was at grace. <laughs> wow. Um, the other thing that I want to say, and this is like, we maybe can leave this on like our parting note, but it is a big thing and I am feeling this and I need to say it. And I don't know if you felt the pull or whatever, but I think in some way you are being called and led to be helping, teaching, coaching natives probably just women mainly um to just just that just that just natives but mainly like i definitely feel to be more native or to um get back in touch with their roots or whatever but your if you were to be like a life coach it would be native american women life coach like there is a fucking do it man there's i learned everything like i learned how to sew I can make the traditional dresses. Like I said, I learned the fry bread. Even when you serve at these funerals, dinners, or ceremonies, like all that needs to be placed in a certain way. Um, the root digging, I've learned that. So I'm, I keep just learning. Like there's so much to learn. Yeah. So, so it's that's, not a sin. You know, it's yeah. like not a sin. Oh. So I've just. You're so soaking much. it in. Yeah. If yep. you're soaking it in for a reason. And I think the fact of you just being a Pisces rising, like Saturn, the planet that is the teacher is in Pisces right now. So you are being called to like, okay, let's teach this in some way right now. Yeah. Uh, I, I really think like, I was just thinking right now, like, oh my God, my niece would love to work with you because she wants to get in touch with her native roots. Cause her dad is dead, you know? Yeah. I'm sure there's so many people that would love to do that. I know. How we were talking about science, one of the coolest. Um, the teacher I learned from is my dad's first wife from my older siblings. Um, and she was the one I questioned, like, because he passed away as estranged from my mom. And so she knew everything, oh. you know. So I'd just sit there and pick her brain. I'd ask her everything. And um, during COVID, in 2020 she ended up getting it so she was in the hospital towards the end of the year and in december like through october november december and so december 1st a hummingbird starts coming to my window and sitting on this block of ice i'm like that is so crazy huh 
next morning only in the mornings next morning a hummingbird by our window i'm like oh my gosh in december you know like wow so every single morning this sucker showed up at our window and here the morning she had passed away was the only morning that that bird didn't show up and i was like oh my your pisces is like you can't like ignore this anymore this is some weird shit it's real and i gotta figure it out (laughs) it was and i was like man you know it's okay it's okay yeah i'll be okay yeah and um because she was out you know from the covid yeah she had this stuff over her face and um so i wasn't able to say goodbye you know i wasn't able to be with her and that hummingbird gave me so much strength as we were losing her Mm -hmm. and um since she passed from covid we ended up cremating her and so then we took her up to where she takes us to dig at some of our roots and that was where we spread her ashes at and so the young women went up there but I stayed down below where we were going to bury her um, thing that her ashes was in and so they went up there and us older ones stayed down below and here when they release those ashes this big old bald eagle goes flying by like it's just the most amazing things you know and I'm like those are the signs that she's told me you know to keep aware of um Mm -hmm. of those that piece and that everything that I'm doing is correct yep that you're you're living in your your way you know you're doing right and um so it's amazing you know just how you said you'll see it you'll you'll know in your heart that you'll know Oh, Pui, I love you so fucking much. <laughs> I love you so fucking much. <laughs> You're amazing. But uh, yeah, this has been, sorry, everybody else, my favorite podcast so far. <laughs> <laughs> like, we really do love each other. I love yeah. those notes you kept. I loved them. You Aww, know, because even yeah. just to read how I valued you at that age in this age is amazing, you know, and that's just because you're true to you and you're Aww. you and I'm me. <laughs> you know and that's that and we never had to change for anybody no and, uh, and I appreciate that so much in you because that was and it still is such a rare thing to have a real fucking human in front of you to just be real so keep on keeping on Pooey. <laughs> hey I love you so much and thank you thank you so much and yes, I kept telling you. everybody that I'm like I know I'm gonna feel a little bit lighter after talking to Claire wherever this goes I know I'll feel better, a little bit better. Mm -hmm. So I appreciate you so much. And I love you. Thank you. (laughs) Love you. Bye. Bye. Take care. You too.